Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, here we go, man. A little uh, Wednesday action, full throttle but a bad start full throttle right out of the box since i got like a million things on my screen here gonna go into smackdown in depth i have a lot of thoughts and opinions on the champion and his uh defeat last night to randy orton i will get into that in this episode uh also a spitball with sports a lot to go over with that later on in the show but like i said a good heavy amount of smackdown in the beginning and I also, on this Wednesday edition, need to give you guys an update in the house cleaning on uh, we passed the 91% mark for the Big Bamboozle before Brooklyn. We'll get into all of that and more, a lot more, and your calls here on the Taz Show. If you're listening live at TazShow.com, thanks for that. Maybe you're watching live at TazShow.com. Thank you. Or you're checking out the audio on demand at play.it, iTunes, Spotify, or TuneIn. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that very much. If you want to call the show, you can do it. Very simple process. Very easy. It's a simple routine that you have to follow. Attention hotline fans. All you have to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. Thanks for the printout. That's not on the wall. And begin. So, uh, also, uh, yeah, also nothing. uh, Basically, uh, nothing. Also nothing. All right, getting right into SmackDown right away. Fade down, Jones, and begin. Oh, actually, no. House cleaning, right, Dennis? Yes. House cleaning, real quick. Uh, we're moving We're moving quick here, Dennis. The Lumberjack, the producer of the show, you got to pay attention. We're not dicking around in the show. Timber! I got a lot to do, and I don't have time to play games with you. House cleaning in 3, 2, 1. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. So, uh, where are we, Taz? On the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. The big show in the big studio here on the 44th floor at CBS Radio that you'll be doing uh, the Friday right before SummerSlam. You were at 91%, Taz, for 24 hours or more. What's the chances the big wigs and the tech geeks, okay, are going to be able to wire up the big studio to bring the wood that you bring? to do all of what you do. Is it past 91%, you ask? Well, right now, uh, not today. we're about 93%, um, which is, I think, a plus, right, Dennis? 93 is better than 91, right? Yeah. It's too higher. 2%, as they say. Uh, it's 2% higher, so that's not bad. So we're sitting 2% higher at 93%. We're getting close. You, I want you people to realize there is a chance, you people, there is a chance this thing might not even happen. How embarrassing that would be. Uh, I also did hear from Katie Lindendahl uh, yesterday. We exchanged a few text messages. She was busy running around with some gadgets and, you know, toys. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Katie, uh, she's kind of a little upset uh, that I yanked her from the big bamboozle before Brooklyn and put Mike Johnston because he bitched and whined like a little girl, no offense to little girls, on my show. 
Uh, so Mike will be live in studio. Uh, as we know, good old JR, WWE Hall of Famer, will be live in studio on the Big Bamboozle before Brooklyn. Maybe we have a graphic support on that. Three, two, one, boom. Look how quick Anthony is. There's your graphic. Good old JR will be on the Big Bamboozle before Brooklyn, if it even happens. If it doesn't happen in the big studio, JR will still be live in studio, just in this studio. The typical basic gimmick jobber clubhouse. So we're going upgrade to the penthouse. Now, and Dennis, you have been lucky enough to be in the big studio. Uh, is have. it not beautiful and fancy? It is both beautiful and fancy, correct. And how's the view? Ooh, exquisite, I would say. Oh, lots of glass. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Very nice. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, I've been wanting to do a show out of there for the past two years. And they're like, yeah, Taz, we'll work on it. No. Uh, and it hasn't happened yet. So, uh... We're pushing hard for this. We're at 93%. So, yes, congrats to us. Uh, we're close. We're close, but no cigar yet. Um, they're trying to work on some issues, uh, some tech issues to make sure we can go live out of there the right way with uh, some of the elements that are in the show. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, so, anyway, uh, that's the deal on that. So, back to Katie. She's a little upset, Dennis. She got a little upset with me via text, and I could tell she was not happy. Receive uh, angry texts in the past from my wife, so I know when a female is not upset via text. I can tell right away. Uh, you not having a woman in your life, and you being basically a slunker sitting at home like Willie Loman. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm just happy to receive any kind of text from a woman. Just anyone, just from anybody. Just a, like even if they just set me that, f off. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Katie was not too happy. She she had no idea what Mike Johnson even was. It's like, who is this guy that I'm, I'm in a, a duel with now, a fight? I'm like, what? A duel? Yeah, that's what she said. Mike she took was, out his white glove. Who is this person? Like, I'm like, what is going on? Mike Johnson is like sending nasty texts or tweets to, to Katie. I don't know what's going on. I go, look, you're all on the show. It's the big bamboozle. The, the studio's massive. I can fit a team, a football team in there. I know who would quarterback that team. None other than the man himself. MS, as we call him, Matt Stack. Yes. Absolutely. The stud himself, number seven. A quarterback extraordinaire, but uh, I digress. All right, so there's your house cleaning. Uh, now I got to get right into uh, I got into SmackDown. No transition there at all. Don't. Uh, I know I said the you word transition. <laughs> Don't hit me with it. Uh -uh. <laughs> said transition, and then automatically just boom. Change so happens. So SmackDown, Jinder Mahal loses clean right before. You know, you know, I don't know, 10 days, whatever. How many days away is SmackDown? I have no idea. Under two weeks, whatever the hell it is. <sighs> is this bad? Um, well, I, I don't think it's good. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic for... Um, I like Jinder Mahal as champ. I got a feeling his days uh, might be winding down. Because Shinsuke Nakamura has the proverbial rocket attached to him. And uh, they love Shinsuke, and the audience loves Shinsuke. And uh, I'm starting to think, because Jinder Mahal, Lord, I've been saying it, man, out here for a couple of weeks now. This guy wrestles on television way too much. They put this guy on TV way, 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 way too much. Not only that, and you guys have heard me say this before, when he's on TV, Dennis, you saw the match just now, right? I did. Okay. When he's on TV, he's wrestling all the time, 
And when he's wrestling, the bulk of his matches, he is a bumping machine. This guy is getting bumped all over the place and selling. I mean, I just feel like every time, and I've said this weeks ago, it, the heat just slowly comes off him. The more you bump him, heat comes off him. The more you bump him, the more you do this, you, 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 you kill a lot of his heat. You do. And I, I feel like last night it was almost like they, they gave Randy Orton the redemption they should have gave him right after Randy lost the title in his hometown in St. Louis. And it seems like they, they kind of took a couple of weeks and said, okay, now we'll have Randy get his big receipt. No Singh brothers ringside. They said they, they were hurt. Um, and he just loses clean. And, and the bulk of the match, Jinder, God, man, the guy just was bumping like crazy uh, just just non-stop so I'm thinking well wait a minute now what what are you what are you doing with your champion if not only that he's overexposed on television and he's in the ring wrestling too much on free TV it's not special because he's on TV wrestling all a lot. I just feel like he wrestles a lot. Now, maybe it's just in my crazy concussed brain. Dennis, do, do you? if you don't agree, that's fine. But do you agree, I mean, with this or not, that he's on TV wrestling a lot? No, he does. And it's not like when they take other champs and they put him in, like, tag matches or six tag. and, and He's wrestling one-on-one -on -one very often. Ant, do you agree with this? Video director, video producer, uh, Anthony uh, uh, Kim Schnabitz. Uh, Ant, uh, yes. So what do you think? I, I <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I do agree with you. Oh my god! But I I didn't see it that way until you kind of like pointed it out because like I'm kind of just enjoying the match at the time. But now that you're saying it, I haven't really seen him outside of pay per views dominate a match or win a match clean. First of all, but like he just constantly is getting beat down on SmackDown, and then he'll win on a pay per view. Oh, that voice! That voice! That voice! That voice! They call me the Shockmaster. It's so sexy. So, okay, so uh, it's so it's not just me. What happened? He does have a sexy voice. <laughs> so it's not just me. It's not just me. The guy, Jinder Mahal, this poor bastard, is bumping like crazy. Maybe you can get confirmation from Cowboy in your headset on that, too. Maybe he can agree or disagree. I don't know. Uh, so I don't feel like it's just me and I'm nitpicking. I mean, the, he's hearing what I'm saying. Cowboy's a smart mark, as they call it. Uh, what does he say? Cowboy gives two thumbs up. To the human suplex machine. I agree. That would be me. Yes. Um, so, okay, great. So, bumping too much, selling too much, overexposed, wrestling too much, just too much, too much. <clears throat> Which starts to make me think, come SummerSlam, we'll have a new champion. And it's going to be this epic moment in Brooklyn where Shinsuke will be a massive babyface. And we'll get a massive reaction. Um, you know, from the hardcore faithful there, especially, you know, right there, right there in, in the great city of Brooklyn. So, so you know, I'm thinking we're getting a new champion. Now, here's the only thing that I, I got to put a little qualifier on this that say maybe, just maybe, slim chance here. Maybe they keep this title on gender come SummerSlam. The only thing that's got me thinking maybe they will is this. There's an old, uh, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? A feel, theme, behind the scenes adage. kind of adage. Thank you. That you you need to, I told you this before we went on the air, Dennis, right? You, you need to keep 
if you're going to make the next champion, you need to keep that current champion with heat and keep hot to help that new champion. How did I word it to you? Remember? You had said uh, the adage was the new champ can win, but the old champ has to still go out with heat. Yeah, you got to build. You, once you get ready to that, once you get ready to go into that match where you're going to switch the title, you, you want your current champ, the guy that's about to lose it or the girl that's about to lose it, to be either red hot or, or, or big baby face shine. So I, I don't think they have that right now. I think they have Jinder Mahal. You know, he he, he lost, and, and I like Jinder. I like him. I, I I love his work ethic, his physique. It's amazing. So that's his work ethic. Uh, he's paid his dues. He's been around. I've been an advocate for this guy on the air, and and I still am. Um, I think they feel like it's ran its course, which I think they're kind of pulling it off him. If they do pull it off him a little early, uh, I don't quite think. Well, I'll get into Shinsuke Nakamura in a little bit. but And I like Shinsuke, too, and I think that he, he will be a really good champ, uh, except for his promo uh, ability or lack thereof. I mean, to speak English properly, because that's not his first language. That's not me taking a shot at the man. I've talked about that also. Uh, but I stay, I'm steadfast on that. That's how I feel. It's just my opinion. Um, okay, so I do think you gotta you got to keep that in the back of your mind when you think, okay, well, that's it. Nakamura's going to be new champ at SummerSlam. And this guy here, uh, Jinder, is Dunsky. Okay, it's, 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 he's done. He's done. Think about this, though. They, 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 they heard him yesterday. I, they heard him. I'm not, you know, and I'm one of those guys that <clears throat> if you lose a match, you know, I've said it before, it's not the end of the world, you know. But it's not just that this guy lost the match. It's the way he lost the match and the amount of bumps he took and how much we see him wrestling on TV. It's a lot. It's really a lot. So I, I think they got to, you know, kind of back dial back on this a little bit and, 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 and make him. There's one more SmackDown, I guess, before the uh, SummerSlam, right? So there is. they got to make him, and not in a match. They got to have him get heat somehow on Shinsuke, right? Because we've yet to see them physically interact, I believe. Correct? correct. We have not, correct? Okay. So which is a unique dynamic uh, between Shinsuke and, and Jinder Mahal. And to be frank with you, I don't – I hope I'm wrong, what I'm about to tell you. I don't, in my professional opinion, uh, as, a, as a guy who wrestled a lot of different styles of wrestlers in my career, different size guys, I don't – I get the feeling these two guys, Jinder and, and uh, Nakamura, will, will not have chemistry. I don't pitch this being a knockdown, drag-out, awesome match. They're both tall guys. They're both bigger, big guys. Not heavy. Um, their styles are really just two different worlds. Literally, two different worlds. I mean, their styles, really. I, I, I As much as I like Jinder, I don't think he's like a, a John Cena, where John is a chameleon. And I've talked about John, where John can just basically conform to anyone's style. And he's proven that for years. Uh, and I've talked a lot about that with John, and just recently. And I just think that's very impressive that John could do that. I don't know if Jinder's at that point yet. Actually, I don't think he is, and that's not disrespectful. And I do like Jinder, as I said three, four times already, because I don't, I don't want to come off hypocritical out here. I just got to call it the way I see it, and I just don't think that 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 Shinsuke 
and, and Mahal, Jinder Mahal will have chemistry. I hope I'm wrong. I hope these guys go out and tear it up in Brooklyn and have an amazing match. I don't think it's going to be a stink fest. I don't think it's going to suck. I just don't picture them having great chemistry with each other. Uh, I do think it's cool that we've yet to see them do anything together, physically together. I think that's cool. Um, but I think next week you have to do something. You know, you have to uh, somehow, some way have Jinder Mahal get some heat. And that heat needs to go right right on uh, Nakamura. You got to go into that pay-per-view, into that SummerSlam with Nakamura at the disadvantage to help Jinder. He has no heat right now. Jinder has no heat right now. He has no effing heat. <laughs> so uh, if some think I'm nitpicking, if people from WWE are listening to this, that work for the company, or if you're on a creative team, or you're one of the McMahons, or whoever you are. If you think I'm nitpicking, that's fine. But I'm telling you, you sit back and look, and I think you would have to lean towards that, well, this guy's right, because we, we have no heat on this kid right now, Jinder Mahal. There's no heat on him. If you got a, 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 a heel champ, you know, with no heat, because you just took a, a ton off of him, eh. What are you gonna? What are you doing with Nakamura? Who's Nakamura beating? So we got to make Jinder Mahal come next week. You got to make him. I'd make him. I'd make him on social media going into it before Tuesday. That's what I would do. You got to have him beat somebody's ass. You got to have him do something nasty. He's you know he's got to do something. He's you know it's just there's something missing. I mean from a fan perspective, Dennis, you agree with this? Yeah, his. When he took the when he took the title, it was great. He played up the whole Maharaja deal. I'm, I'm from India. You guys disrespect me. Then he went in with Orton, and he continued that. And now it's because I don't know if it's because Nakamura's Japanese, and it's like you can't really do the you guys don't like me because I'm not American thing. Because neither's Nakamura. Well, I don't know what he's saying because they're both international fellas. Yeah, I just it it feels lacking. I don't know what it is because he hasn't changed. But what he's feels still, lacking? What do you mean? What? His Who's his? Who? Uh, not Mahal's. Yeah. I, it, have they not given him much? I mean, they've given him promo stuff. I just, I don't know what it is now. It's just, it's not where it was when he won the title and his feud with Randy. It's not. I, I think things, they've dialed back on him. Okay. And, and and I think I know why. Okay. I think I know why. Um, It's not his ability or non-ability to wrestle, you know, work. It's not that. Um, It's not his look, obviously. It's not his presence. He has that. Uh, he has star power. He has the uh, it factor and all that jazz. It's not that. Uh, I think, I really think what it is, is um, his promo work is a little rigid. And I think that's it right there. Um, I think for Vince McMahon. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I think those promos need to be on point, And you need to sell Vince. Forget about the audience. You, you need to sell Vince. <laughs> now. That's the way that shit goes up there. I'll tell you that right now. And, and he's the man. He's the boss. And you got to sell Vince on 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 your promo work and your in ring work. <clears throat> I don't think. Um, I don't think. <coughs> excuse me. I don't think they have a problem at all with Jinder Mahal's in ring work. And the reason why I know that's a fact is no. I don't need anyone to tell me. I watch and I can see they're letting him wrestle all the time, and they're letting him wrestle for a long time on free TV. If they did not like his work, they would not put him in the ring that long or put him in the ring at all. 
They protect him in that regard and protect themselves. So they have no problem with his in-ring work. You follow me here? So they, they his mic work, I think they might have a little problem with. I don't think he's horrible on the stick. I think he needs to, to work on it a little bit. And he's just, you know, it's tough. They, you know, they put him, they shot him to the top, put that title on him. There's a guy who did pay his dues. Some of you think that it came out of nowhere. He was losing matches. Next thing you know, he's a champion. Eh, that's a little bit of a stretch. I mean, I, I get your drift. This guy wasn't some green rook. You know what I mean? This 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 guy wasn't some green rook, you know? So, uh, but, you know, that's the deal. Hey, uh, Miles in California, you're on the Taz show. Uh, what's up, Hosh? You wondering what I thought of SmackDown? Yeah, I wanted to take on the, whole, the, um, the Shane McMahon, AJ Styles, and Kevin Owens segment, which I really enjoyed. Okay, I enjoyed it a lot. I was going to get into that a little bit. I was talking, obviously, a lot about the whole... Jinder Mahal situation here. So I did like uh, Miles, the AJ, Kevin Owens uh, deal really good. I thought that, um, you know, bringing up the Montreal screw job in Canada, having Kevin Owens do it was awesome. Uh, I'll get into the, this a little bit more deeper in a few minutes here, Miles. But but uh, I, I thought that AJ not being a um, prototypical babyface to this thing was cool too. Thank you, Miles, for calling. I thought that was fine. Another side of break, I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more. Really depth, in-depth thoughts on the Shane McMahon, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens situation come, uh, you know, come SummerSlam, what they did last night, because I did like it. Uh, and we also saw Ellsworth come back last night. I, I, I'll give you some thoughts and opinions on that um, also. And uh, when we come back from break here, we gotta go to break. we're not going to break yet, but when we come back from break, I'll get into that stuff. But right now, I, I still am... Uh, Fiscated, fiscated, fiscated. What's the word? Fix, sophisticated, sophisticated. You're sophisticated. No, no, I'm fixated. Fixated, fixated. Yes, right. No, fix, right. Yes. What is it? Fisk, fix, right. Cated. Eight, like what I like to do. Yes. Id, fixated. I like how you go. Id, id, id. It's like a southern guy. Hey, id. It's like a southern guy, but different, right? Like the like the LSU football coach, id. Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, or Jerome. They call me Ed. Fix Ed. Rubart. That's Rubart. We're gonna whoop my ass. If you if you charge too much for <laughs> to cut a promo on Newberg, I'm definitely calling up Coach O. <laughs> I'm trying to see now, Newberg. We awesome. <laughs> Somehow we got to get uh well some better audio down the road of Coach O. Because we had that audio on him that time. So a lot of fans don't know who he is. So uh, that audio was kind of crappy we had. But I think some uh, if we get some better audio, it might be good. Uh, like, you know, down the road or whatever. There's got to be something. Something really good on him. Hey, uh, Lucas in California, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, homie? How's it going, Taz? All right, Hammer. What's up? What's up, man? I'm just getting ready for, to start the day. It's going to be a hot one today. Oh, uh, we're in uh, Southern Cal or Northern Cal? Where are we? Southern Cal. No one cares. Awesome. Yeah, it gets hot there. Okay. Uh, is this your first time calling, sir? Uh, no, it's uh, been a while since I've called. Okay. I wanted to okay. make sure I'm... Uh, we know you're there. We know you're there. How can I help you, Luke? What's up, pal? Talk to me, kid. <laughs> well, I just want to put you and Dennis over. All right. Um, I love the show. I've been listening for like almost two years now. And Thank you. I love the way it's evolved and, you know, you Thank you, man. the best. Hey, man, Dennis. I appreciate that, the support. You have something to say to Dennis? Go ahead, Lucas. Yeah, Dennis, you're the man. 
I, I love you guys. You're the best. <laughs> I, I'm probably blowing up your head now, but man. No, he's listen, Lucas. Listen to me very carefully, sir. You, it's impossible. He, his ego can't get any bigger. His ego has been used for months. So no matter what, it doesn't matter what you, Lucas, or any other fan says to him. He's an egotistical prick. So trust me, he's lazy and he does nothing, and he's cocky and comfy. So that's the problem. But you know, he works on the show now. I can't get rid of him. My ego, my waistline. He's like a bad cyst that you would have on your scrotum. You know what I mean, Lucas? That Yeah, that won't go away. You got to go get it lanced off. You know what I mean? But I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate you, Lucas. Well, thank you, buddy, for calling in support for the show out there in California, Southern California. Is that how you remove cysts from, from you, that? You lance you it lance off. Them? Yeah, with a scalpel. Yeah. I know all the medical terms. As you know, I'm going under the knife soon. So, uh, well, not, I'm not getting my scrotum lanced off. What the? Will you stop? I hope they don't do that. Uh, you know, uh, we have you to get, work on that nerve damage in, spot. in your arm. But uh, while we're at it, we uh, slice go, your scrotum. What? We're going through the bottom. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know if those two are connected. <laughs> what the? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah, we had to go through your scrotum to uh, fix your uh, your wrist and your arm and that nerve diamond. You had to go up. Yeah, we had to go up there. Oh, Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on that note, we're going to break. All right, so let's start a break. I will get into more SmackDown talk, get back to the phones. I'm going to tell you where the announcers really effed up last night in a big way, and it really upset yours truly. All right, Tasho, sit tight, kids. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, so I'm looking at Twitter here on this Wednesday edition of Taz Show because earlier I was, before, first I was talking about Jinder Mahal and, oh my God, he lost. Now the sky's not going to fall, but, you know, he's been taking bumps and working a whole bunch on TV and Randy Orton ate him up kind of yesterday. So Jay Vargas here on Twitter at Elite Collect 215. Jay says, sadly, it's the hometown curse in quotations. Again, it's the hometown curse again. He's from Canada, meaning Jinder Mahal, which I know. So they had him loose. Uh, Jay, I respectfully disagree. I understand the hometown curse. I've lived it. So <laughs> I've, I've been a victim of it. And I've called many matches of the hometown curse. So, but I, I think this is beyond that. This is your world champ. This is your guy going into SummerSlam. And it's not just because of what happened in Toronto last night. The man, Jinder Mahal, has been bumping and selling his ass off for since the guy's been champ. Let's be honest. I, I think he had one dominant performance that they let him just eat, eat somebody up or beat somebody up. I mean, um... Bump somebody around. I can't remember what it was. I mean, they, Ty Dillinger. Was that what it was? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know. Now, Ty Dillinger losing last night in Toronto. He lost, right? Ty Dillinger that match? He and Sami Zayn were attacking. Right. Now, I know that. But Ty Dillinger. Now, I think they announced him from Niagara Falls. I could have sworn he's from Toronto. Where the hell is he from? Niagara Falls. Well, it's the Canada side. Really? Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Wait a second. God, I should have did this off air. So hold on a second. So, 
Ah, forget it. There are two Niagara Falls. I knew well, that. There's, there's one Niagara Falls. There's two Niagara Falls. That's one too. So there's two, there's two fountains. You say. One fountain, two cities. It's so fucking big. That that was clean. That was. That the state line, or as they would call it, a country line. Country line can't hold it. Right down the middle. Right down the middle, Daddy. <laughs> you know who that was. So he's on the Niagara Falls, Toronto side. Or Canada, as they call it. The Canadian side, yes. Huh. Interesting. That was a hometown curse. He lost his team, correct? Uh, meaning, uh, yes. didn't he lose the match for, yes. for him and Sammy? That I would look at as a hometown gimmick standards. The whole thing with Jinder Mahal, I don't know. So I was talking to you guys about, um, about, uh, where the announcers made it kind of what I feel was a, a, a you know, a substantially not like horrific, horrible, uh, career-changing era, mistake, or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't want to sit here and exaggerate to that level, to be honest. But uh, it was just a, a glaring issue for me last night when <laughs> we saw Ellsworth. You know, he interfered with the match. I thought to help Carmelo win the match, you know? I, I thought that was really cool, the way they did it, because you saw him, meaning Ellsworth, like, quickly. And I thought the announcers handled it well, because they didn't know who it was, because you couldn't really see him. And they're like, wait, wait, who's that? That was good. That part was good by the announcers. That was real good. Because you couldn't see him, and they acted like that. The audience saw him, and they popped for him, which I thought was cool. That whole thing felt right, and then Carmelo won. The timing by... The two girls was great, and the ref, and when that finish came, once Ellsworth did his business, was great. And he announces, here's the problem. Once it was fully shown to us that here he is, it's Ellsworth, the announcer's reaction, it was like they knew it was him the whole while. And it was like, okay. Like they read the run sheet before the show. It seemed very contrived. I'm not saying they should be like, oh, my God, look who it is. I'm not saying that because they knew his suspension was coming up soon. But they should have been a little bit more like, oh, look who it is. He's back. Something. Give me something instead of, well, we knew he was coming back because we saw him in catering and uh, in the production meeting uh, you guys talked about that he was coming back tonight's show. I mean, that's how I felt with it. Did you see the segment, Dennis? I did, and as per usual, you you see the inside. Like I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, Ellsworth's back." What bothered me is I don't. He didn't get like uh, the spot he did with Naomi. It felt like he he missed it. Like he didn't really get a full swipe of her. But I thought that was okay. Okay, no, just my opinion. I thought it was okay. It doesn't have to be because you just saw like a glancing moment of what, what was that? Uh, yeah, I did like that. That's the quick, what the I liked. It was it. just like so. Like was that it? Like it was kind of that's tough to. Like, when he interferes, instead of being so obvious and blatant, they should try to do it like that all the time, which is hard to do from a production, you know, shooting it perspective. But it was entertaining to me. Um, I just felt like, uh, again, from uh, uh, you know, from an announcing perspective, you gotta, you got to be a little more surprised. Or a little bit more like, hey, he's back. Oh, wow. Well, you know, something, something. You know, like, 
something with some some mustard on it. You know, it just wasn't, uh, you know, just wasn't there for me. Uh, Andrew in Beijing, China. You are on the Taz Show. How are you, sir? Andrew. Must be a delay in China. Okay, great. Andrew going once. Andrew! Yep. Here you go. Well, it looks like he's still on the phone. Mute Jones? He's in China? Is it? Well, we got nothing. Good here. All right. Andrew, I hope things are well in China. Take care, pal. There you go. On that note, we'll go to Holly in uh, Michigan. Holly in Michigan, uh, you on the Taz Show. What's up there, Hammer? Not much. All right, talk to me. Uh, do you agree that Lesnar took the streak from Taker? Say that one more time. The uh, streak at WrestleMania 30? Yeah. Do you agree that Lesnar should have been the one to take it? Uh, nah, I'm okay with it. They, they're trying to make Roman Reigns. I mean, they've been trying to make it for a long time, you know, Holly? So the money's in Roman Reigns. I mean, he's a full-time guy. Uh, I love Brock, but let's be frank, he's not a full-time guy. So, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to put it on a guy who's a full-time guy. Got me? Either that or somebody that's a new, younger, up-and-comer. Well, that's Roman Reigns. Or an Ambrose or a Rollins. They're all the same age. They're all in the same generation. The, the, the or shield. Finn Balor. That same age. Same same thing. They're all in the same generation, sir. That's what I'm saying. Like one of those people instead of Lesnar or Cena or Orton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I that I agree. With. I misunderstood you. Yes, I agree. Yeah. No, I definitely. Uh, I I'm okay with that. I I don't. I mean, I love Brock. You know what I mean? I just don't think it should have been Brock. I think I think right. they did this cool. Seriously. I, I'm uh, I'm fine with it. Totally, man. All right, dude. All right. Have a good one. Ah, right, you too, pal. There you go. Tolly in Michigan. Uh, where else? There was something else on SmackDown. Oh, I was in Tolly. Oh, yes. Uh, the first. Segment I said I was going to get back to that. So there was a promo segment with AJ Styles uh, to start the show, uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Shane McMahon. Uh, you know, look, I, I, I thought this was real good. Like I said, I liked it. I liked that. I said this earlier. I liked that Kevin Owens uh, mentioned um, the Montreal screw job, meaning that they were in Canada, and the reaction it got. And then Kevin, in true heel fashion, not trying to be a cool heel, look what Kevin did. He made sure he inadvertently buried in character uh, Bret Hart saying, I can't remember what he said, so he had consulted Bret Hart like he deserved to get screwed. You know, he kept that heel tone. That's what Kevin is so good at. He stays in that heel lane, man. He's not trying to be a cool, swami heel. He stays in the heel lane no matter where he is. I respect the shit out of that. That's a lost art, and Kevin Owens has that down, kids. Trust me. That's why the WWE pushes them the way they push them, and they do push them. Um, so I feel that um, the segment was cool, this first segment, because I don't think, I know I didn't, nobody expected them to go into a, a kind of a, a ridicule, in essence, of Shane McMahon and his refereeing ability in the past. Like, you know, that he screwed guys over and stuff like that. I thought it was entertaining as hell. I thought it was funny. I liked that they did not ignore the fact that just recently... We saw AJ Styles put Shane McMahon's head through a window, a car window, backstage, and they showed that. I liked all that. I like how they, I like that Shane got bumped. You know, I like that Shane got bumped with that Pele kick inadvertently. Um, look, at we've seen AJ and Kevin Owens do their business against each other. I think adding the important element 
of Shane McMahon is very cool. I like it. I think it works. I think this match uh, with these three guys, with Shane as the ref, has an opportunity to to be a, a potential show stealer. And I mean that. I, uh, knowing all three guys, that they're all type A's. They're alphas. They're not betas. And they're going to try to steal a show and win the day. And, uh, and I think that match at SummerSlam will be awesome for sure. Um, hey, uh, Andrew in Beijing, China, you're back. Uh, what's up there, Haas? Sorry about that, man. I'm calling from Beijing, so the connection's not always that great. But you don't sound Chinese. I'm not Chinese, brother. I talked to you a while ago. You probably don't remember me because you get, like, millions of callers every day. But I'm from Montreal. I'm teaching English over here in China. Oh, did you call from China last time? Yeah, no, last time I called from Montreal. Oh, man, you're all over. You're a world traveler. How am I going to keep up with your travel (laughs) schedule? Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) I teach high school English over here. And, oh, cool. Uh, I told you before, I, I introduced them to wrestling. They don't know anything about wrestling over here. So I, now they don't even know you, who Hulk Hogan is. You t- you, oh, he, wow, crazy. Uh, now hearing you say that, now I, it's coming back to me. I think I remember speaking to you. Well, good to hear from you again. So what's going on? Uh, good, good, man. I just wanted to tell you I'm so proud of you. Thank uh, you. Congratulations on, like, over 400 episodes now, man. I've been listening to you since the Human Podcast, uh, human podcast Machine days. Wow, really? And you, great, yeah, so. that's thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate that, buddy. Um, that means a lot to me. I appreciate that you're, you're one of the folks. There's been a lot of you guys that have been with the show from the HPM days, and that's very cool to hear. Yeah, man, we're all very proud hold of you. I, th- I think, I think Dennis – uh, hold on, I think Dennis – has yeah. something to say? Either that or he's hungry because his mouth hey, was, up, his, ma- his mouth How's is open. Going, How's it going, Andrew? Um, do you speak? Do you are you? How fluent are you in Chinese? I would imagine. I'm not very fluent. Like I can't, I can't put a sentence together. So how the hell are you like teaching English over no. there? What are you teaching? What language are you teaching these kids? Well, I'm teaching English, bro. But like I can't. Well, how do you communicate with them? Yeah, how do you communicate if you're not speaking <laughs> Chinese? You got a translator? We usually. If they don't understand, we usually have, like, uh, an assistant Chinese teacher who's really? with us in the classroom. So if the kids don't get it, then the assistant Chinese teacher kind of steps in and just explains it to them. Are you staying in, like, a hotel, or you have like a, you're staying with, like, some chick? Mm. No, no. Good for you. <laughs> I, do, I do have a girl. Okay. But uh, I, I met a really nice girl over here. But uh, I, I... Oh, I so you have a girl. Uh, you're, you're dating a Chinese woman in China. Does she have a sister? Yeah. <laughs> Does she have a sister? No, she does. Well, she, actually, she does, but she's married. Sorry, bro. I, I don't, that I don't, doesn't stop me. I don't think her husband has to worry if Dennis is on the hunt. Well, the reason I asked was because, like, in honor of Wolfgang and uh, and and Taz's fluency in uh, Spanish, I wanted to know what 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 fast what, what fast was in China. We're trying to expand our vocabulary. We have rapido and schnell. Um, rapido. Okay, that's 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 a funny one. I, I have no idea. I know how to say it in Japanese <laughs> no clue, too. I bro. believe in Japanese. This is not Chinese. It's Hayaku. How's that? Hayaku. 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 Cool. I've been here for t- I've been here for two years, and I get yelled at all the time because I don't speak enough Chinese. Yeah, well, I but hear I just you. No, like the simple things, like ni hao. Uh, ni know, hao. Want something? Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. the simple things, but I can't put it. You have to together. yell it too. Ni hao. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know the inflection. Exactly. Please, I've been all over the world. I thought it would be funny because you're doing Chinese food off the hook. Yes. And what really surprised me when I came over here was like a lot of my favorites that I had back home from Montreal, uh, like takeaway food, takeout foods from Chinese restaurants, yeah. don't even exist over here. Get out of Dodge, really? So, for example, yeah, like things like egg rolls, for example. So yeah. Like number one, egg rolls with plum sauce is one of my favorite things. Yep. It doesn't exist over here. Do, hold on. Do they have actually takeout places? Are they like, like, uh, are they like uh, considered like a McDonald's in the United States? 
I mean, what, like, what does it take yeah, out there? Yeah, you know what they, I mean? Like, what was the deal with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of, like, even question. just places that just open up on the street kind of thing. Oh, you like know, a, key, corner, a kiosk. Just, like, a kiosk. Like, like, Santa, New York. You know you're a, I mean? you're a, a yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> a kiosk, yeah. Almost like. And like almost like the hot dog stands like up in New York. Yeah, like they got over here. We got uh, on the corner. We got a guy selling empanadas and a little carton bagels. Yeah, it's a nice mix. His name's Fred. He's a nice guy. Isn't that the captain, by the way? No, captain. Yeah, he's selling gyros. (laughs) Buy a hat. Captain's selling gyros downtown. Yeah, on the street corner over there on Seventeenth Street. Yeah. Uh, All right. So what's your? So you got off the hooks, basically. You're gonna give authentic, or what are you doing here? Off the hooks. So for example, um, like what I did back home, takeaway versus what is available. So back home, I would go to like. Straight away, appetizers starting up, egg rolls with plum sauce. Okay. Here it doesn't exist. Instead, steam pork dumplings with brown vinegar. Do they have that there? Yeah, yeah, the steamed pork dumplings with, right. vinegar, with brown no, vinegar. That, that's it's good. Really I like really that. Good. Yeah, that sounds delicious. I know the pork yeah. dumplings. I do more of a cream MSG-filled sauce, like loads of sodium. All right, and what's your mm. second? Second, chicken fried rice with sriracha sauce. That's what I would get back sriracha home. Sriracha Jones. Big fan of the sriracha, my friend. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but chicken fried rice, same. They don't put soy sauce or anything. It's just like plain rice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just so, they, they, they probably take it out of a bag. Sixty. Called. They cook it for 60 seconds in the microwave, and they give it to you. That's what they do. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah, uh, like Uncle Ben's, you know? King How! Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> something called hot pot so that's going again something called hot pot hot pot is like uh they basically have on your table and they put a big pot with like a broth in it and you just order what you want oh you just throw it in there like raw uh, and just throw it in the hot water yeah oh, that sounds delicious yeah, yeah it's like um, almost you know what sounds i mean like shit dude that's horrible bro <laughs> i mean that sounds horrible uh, dude it's where's the flavor horrible and when it's hot over here dude it's like I'm can, uh, Canadian, so I'm going to do this in degrees Celsius. It's like 44 oh, degrees Celsius. So that's like what, 90-something? Uh, uh, probably we're at 93% right now for the big bad boozle before Brooklyn, 93%. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's crazy, but everybody wants to go to Hot Pot. All these Chinese people love it. They say that hot stuff keeps you cooler on the inside. Well, a lot of people say that. I, I, my dad, my, my dad, God rest his soul, in the summer, man, he'd go... Like to the racetrack to watch the horses race, and he would just, it'd be 100 degrees. He's drinking hot coffee. Like, what are you doing? He's like, cools you off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, cools you off. <laughs> Old timer, you know what I mean? That's how they are, you know? Yeah, yeah they love that stuff. Looks like Dennis has one other one thing is, to say. Uh, my favorite is pineapple oh, okay. pineapple chicken yeah. with uh, the cherry sauce. You know, the, the pineapple chicken balls. They don't have that over. Chicken balls, you said? Did you say chicken uh, balls? Yeah, yeah. You know okay. the pineapple chicken? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with no. that. Got yeah, it. yeah, it's in the, uh, you know, the pineapple chicken balls, right? Yeah. Uh, it's going up against Kung Pao chicken. They have Kung, Kung Pao! They have that there. They have the Kung Pao. <laughs> God, dog, and I love me they some Kung, Kung Pao. Pao. Yeah. How long <laughs> you been there? I've been here for about years, man. I keep going back home to Montreal like once a year. Can but, you say uh, uh, hello, sir, in Chinese? Uh, ni hao. No, whoa, I, listen. Whoa, means whoa, like, listen, yeah. Andrew, are you sure you're yeah. really in Beijing, bro? You can't even speak the language, dude. How are you communicating? How, what about your girlfriend? You tell me your chick is Chinese. You can't uh, even speak to her. Speaks the language she's of the love. One, she's the one who's actually translating for me. She's also a teacher, but she's all, she's the one who's translating. Oh, it sounds like she should be getting your so, pay. That's what that. it sounds like. Uh, I'm just saying. So, how long are you going to be there for? When are you come back? When, what's the story? Uh, no plans yet, man. It's just. 
Stay there. as it goes, you know? All it's right, an well. adventure. It's life. Life is an adventure. Sure. Do you have a bicycle? I don't know. What are you driving a bike around there? Dip, dip. No, nah, I just walk around, bro. There's too much. So walk walking around. is actually faster than driving or taking a bike or anything. Just no one cares. Yeah, it's just the traffic, buses. bro. The traffic is insane over there, Andrew. I totally understand. And thank you for calling Lloyd from Beijing. I appreciate it. Nice guy, Andrew. I don't usually keep people on the phone that long, but he had an interesting story. I'm starting to think he really is not in Chinese. Uh, in China, I mean. He says two words, Ni Hao and Kung Po. That's all he knows how to say. Also, 44 degrees Celsius is 111 degrees Fahrenheit. That's ah, that's no big. I, I, I laugh at that kind of heat. I barrel through the heat. You know me. That's not a big deal to me. The heat barreler. I'm not. I'm not. That doesn't impress me. It doesn't. It doesn't impress me. Nothing impressing me. Sean in Huntsville, Alabama. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, Haas? Uncle Lou. <laughs> Lou Sass is here, my friend. How can I help you? Uh-oh. I'm in trouble, Taz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, watch that. What's going on, buddy? All right. You call me down hog. I get back to my notes. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you got to look at your notes? Good moment. Well, I don't want to get in trouble, man. I wrote everything down. All right. Let's go. We, I'll give you, you got 25 minutes for this call. Oh, and man, begin. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. First go. Off, shoot. First off, I love the show. You guys crack me up every morning at work. Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. That means a lot. Uh, that What kind of work you do, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I'm the security coordinator <laughs> at a petrochemical plant. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, okay, great. So what's up, man? What do you want to talk about? Uh, you know, last night on SmackDown when Baron Corbin was out there and he decided he didn't want anything to do with Cena, he was walking back up the ramp to leave, and Daniel Bryan came out and cut him off. And it's like Daniel Bryan stared him down and basically punked him out right there on the ramp. I right? totally agree with you. Cool. Totally agree with you. I totally agree with that 1,000%. I felt it too. I don't know why they are, at times, they, they find the need, uh, Sean, to just take the cut they cut the balls off the heels i mean they, they take the heat off the heels and and i don't know why they do it and 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 they they do it a lot wwe and it just it makes me crazy um and they did it last night with baron corbin you know he just you know really i you, you almost felt bad for him and he's a heel yeah <laughs> you, know? you got and, seen to making fun making of him you got all this stuff him. there's no heat man yeah, you're making him fight Cena. He's saying he don't need to bother with Cena. And then you punk him out on the ramp, and then you throw him in a match with him, which is good, you know. But in the story, you, in my opinion, made him look real, real bad, made him look soft. Correct. And, Sean, a very simple way that they could have fixed that, and all they had to do was let uh, Baron Corbin have the last word in the segment. Instead, they had to go off with John Cena doing the you-can't-see-me thing in his face, you know, from the ramp. I mean, from the ring to the ramp. You know what I mean? Just give him the yeah, last yeah. word on the mic. Just give Corbin a good punchline, you know, and and just keep him strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this seems like every week they do something to bring him down. He'll, you know, he'll beat somebody down, and then they beat him down later on or the next segment he's in. I, I know, and he's a guy who's money, in my opinion. I mean, I, I think they think a lot of him to a degree. I mean, that's why he has that briefcase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What else you got? I got some off the hooks. And I also want to say thanks. Uh, a while back, I was on a gimmick chat and asked you guys for some tips about visiting New York. 
and we had a great time. It was my first time going. Oh, nice. Did uh, Anthony send you to Staten Island to visit the uh, dumpsters? Will <laughs> you stop? I mean, how'd that go? Uh, you know, no, no, uh, no, no. Good, no good, dumpsters. good. No dumpsters. All right. What's your off talks? All right, my first match is uh, when I was growing up, I thought this was the only thing that Chinese food was, and it was Egg Foo Young mm. versus Shrimp Fried Rice. No, what, Matt? We not ha- have not heard the Egg Foo Young yet, uh, but that's a good one right there. Okay, what's your second? The second one is once I left home, I joined the military, and the first thing I ordered when I saw the menu was lemon chicken versus sweet and sour chicken. See, I don't. I like the sweet and sour chicken, dude, but the lemon chicken, I don't like. You like that still? You still eat that? No, no. All right, don't get hot. <laughs> All right, and what's your? Uh, you know, when I was young, back in the day, I remember. Everything uh, we used to get at our house was chicken chow mein. It was always chicken chow mein. Uh, that was the go-to in my house. Uh, but then uh, in my current house now, uh, we don't. That's not our go for. Our go-to. Uh, and what's your last? Your main event here. The main event is two of my favorites. It's the crab rangoon and the world champion, the General Sow Chicken. General Taos, TSO. General Taos is a stud. He is the top guy. Thank you for calling very much, Sean. That's a good call right there. Good off the hooks. I got to go to break. Uh, other side of break, kids, we will get into some spitballing with sports. We will take some more calls. Uh, if you have more SmackDown or Sports Talk, we'll do that. Uh, uh, Taz Show here. One hour down, one hour to go. It's a Wednesday edition, kids. Be back uh, in a second. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh, yeah. We got the uh, audio producer, the biz dev guy to show, Dennis Joe's coming up with some decent creative ideas. Oh, yeah. He told me a little something we should do. Throwing a break. Finally bringing the wood, this son of a bitch. Well, I'll tell you this right now, folks. It's a very simple thing. And we're about to get into some spitball with sports in a second. It's a very simple thing to hear what I'm about to tell you, and your palate will fill up with tons of flavors and saliva. With excitement. Basil, best take two. Basil pesto chicken with summer vegetable panzanella. How about some short sauteed shrimp with green beans, globe tomatoes, spinach, and also pasta? How about this? Oh, Dennis, meatball pizza with fresh mozzarella and charmed tomatoes. Oh, Nelly. What I'm talking about, kids, is stuff that's less than $10 per person per meal. And I'm talking about my good friends at Blue Apron. Oh, you know them. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. I do this myself with my wife. We, we, we use Blue Apron all the time. And the, the, the menu is it changes all the time. The variety is crazy. The flexibility is crazy. When we went on vacation, we paused it so we didn't have you know meals coming to the house or food coming to the house. So you pause it when you want. It's not a problem. Uh, each meal comes with a step-by-step. This is how easy this is, guys. Step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And that's the truth. I've done this. So check out this week's menu 
okay, and get your first free meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. How great of a deal is that right there? Okay, how great of a deal? Seriously. And Blue Apron, check this out. They have established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the United States. So, I mean, this stuff is super fresh. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, guys. Like I said, go check out the uh, menu, this week's menu, and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z, blueapron.com slash Taz. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Yes. Dennis, I got to get you on that Blue Apron chain. I got to tell you that right now, my friend. Seriously. Every time you say it, I get hungrier and hungrier. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm hungry for right now. I'm hungry for a little spitballing with sports. That's going to happen to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm going to get back to the phone calls here in a second. Uh, a lot of people calling the show. Uh, if you want to call the show, 866-475-2948. You know the number. There's a couple open lines right now. And I will um, get into spitballing with sports, kids, in a three. And a three, and a three, and a three, and a two, and a two, and a one, and a three, and a two, and a one, and a three, two, one. Nobody provides wrestling insight quite like Dabs, but he's more than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's, giving you the hardball analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? The Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. Just stick to wrestling. Absolutely, but we had a little camera change. I guess we have an issue. I love how it's just no one tells me. We just discovered this. I mean, we had a camera just crap out on us. Is that what happened here? Ant's getting a black screen. Do you know how expensive that camera is? That's what that's what makes us nervous. The camera that's not working now, I'm working off this camera. Lordy B, thank God I'm a pro. Yeah, you are. You might want to get off that split screen, sir. It looks like, no, it doesn't look that bad. Oh, he's working on stuff? All right, I'll let Anthony work. I'll do spitball with sports in the meantime. I'll leave Anthony alone. All right, so here we go. Uh, my Mets uh, and Anthony's Mets uh, beat the Rangers. Yes, finally, we get a victory. Jeez, finally. A nice victory over the Rangers, 5-4. to four. I caught the first couple of innings. Oh, man, it was so nice to see some of my Mets just hit some dingers inside turn for home runs. Hit some dingers out of the park. I'll tell you what, Dennis. Conforto went yard. Another inside term. Uh, Cespedes, he went yard. Travis Darno, uh, he had a nice two-run homer. I mean, these were all early in the game. But that was the second inning for Darno and uh, Cof, uh, Mike Corfono, uh, Michael Corforto. Jesus. He uh, leadoff home run kicked the game off. So that was nice. And the Cespedes uh, hit his 12th of the year. So Mets win. Uh, 5-4. Uh, Chris Flexit, newer pitcher. He went five there, five and two-thirds innings, pitched four hits. He gave up three home runs, four walks, four strikeouts, gave up two home runs. I like this kid. I like him because he won. Once he loses, I'll say he sucks. We'll get to some more <laughs> baseball teams in a second. The Yankees, uh, they fall to the Blue Jays. Yes, Yankees lost, unfortunately, to the Jays. Uh, yes. So um, uh, that's the deal on that. Uh, I believe there's a gentleman by the name of, I don't see it in the run sheet. How weird is that? Uh, Aaron Judge is his name, I think. Uh, big home run king, apparently. 
Is that saying Aaron Judge? Why is that on the run sheet that he went down looking? That he almost hit a home run, he had a, a crushing foul ball. Oh, that's great. A crushing foul ball. Oh, wow. Interesting. And I don't see that in the run sheet, that he went down looking after that. You know why? I'm not knocking Aaron Judge. You know why he went down looking? I'll tell you why he went down looking. Okay? He went down looking because he's in a slump. Bobby Abreu, sir. Tell your buddy Moose and you, you guys ate me up in the studio. Remember that, Dennis? We did not agree that he would come out of the All-Star game slumping, and we were wrong. And who was right? That would be you. Yes. Hold off a little bit. Sound effect store. It's kind of slanted. Like, this needs to be fixed here. Well, we're going to go to a, a Rapido commercial in a second because I, I can't work like this. Can't work like that. Any update on the camera? This is old school. Thank God the set's there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about it? Right? Look at Dennis again. Came through. Dude, you're two for two. Oh, man. Look at me. Yeah. Proud of myself. Give you guys some inside baseball here. But actually, before I continue with script on sports. The set that's behind me, if you watch the video, the, the record set of the Taz show. All those those two great belts right there. Those are not my belts, by the way. Those are those are made by the great Dave Melikin, uh, who makes the belt make me find Dave's um, Twitter account so I can plug it through. How do you Milliken? Milliken, yes. Uh, he supplied us with those belts two years ago, and uh, those are not my belts. So, and you see those lucha masks and stuff like that, and the Taz show sign, and the picture of me, and all this other stuff that's there. Okay, so that stuff, that's the set. Now that this used to be the regular camera shot we always used. Um, then we went to this. CBS wanted to go with this more head-on shot where we see the city behind me. So we never would see the set anymore. And I was cool with it. Uh, but every day here, Dennis always builds the set because they break down the set every day. And I say, Dennis, you don't have to worry about putting this. No one sees it. You're like, no, no, no. Dennis goes, no, no, I want to have it up. I want to have it up. Just... And look at this. We have a camera shit the bed on us. One and, day. And there it is. Look, you're loving it. Look, you're like, yeah, buddy. Aha, love it. Persistence pays off. Look at you, man. You're winning today, bro. Ooh, ooh, ooh. One good idea, and I made the set. You a stunt, man. You really are. I'm coasting till November. Matt Stat, who? <laughs> he wouldn't have built the set. No way. He ain't got nothing on you. <laughs> Except good looks, height. Leanness and money. money. Otherwise, yeah, probably a, a beautiful wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you got it all on him, buddy. Don't worry about it. Ah. Beat your heart out, Matt. Stay. Miami Marlins, uh, right fielder Giancarlo, Giancarlo uh, Stanton hit a career high 38th home run against the Nationals yesterday. Uh, he currently is the MLB in home runs this season, <laughs> which is a great segue at Aaron Judge. Wasn't Stanton in the home run derby? And he didn't win. Remember that? Yeah, he was. Right. And remember, he didn't hit 40,000 home runs in one night like your boy Aaron Judge did. Mm. Remember that? I do remember that. That was a fun night. What is this Texas Ranger note here? The cell, uh, right-handed pitcher. What is going on? Talk to me about this. There's uh, a minor leaguer for the Texas Rangers. Uh, what's, the, what, what's his name? Er, Anistio Fer Ferraria? Ferraria? Close enough. Yeah, yeah. sure. He, uh, he was sold by the Rangers... To the Seattle Mariners, uh, an AFC West, uh, AFC West, uh, American League West rival, for a whopping one dollar. Really? Four quarters. What the heck? That's horrible. That's 
got to be one of the more why would they make that public insulting things that could, like the price tag I should have had right a, a few of the uh, producers here on the Taz show <laughs> so uh, <laughs> okay right. insulting yeah hard knocks I watched a little bit of it last night I was going to Sleepy Town, Counting Orange Sheep. Hard Knocks, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers debuted last night on the HBO. I've been a big mark of Hard Knocks for years. It's just, last year I started to see a little bit of change. I, man, I snippet. But I, I like the, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, you know, it's about the Buccaneers. The things. right away, Jameis Winston, they're, 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 they're pushing him hard. He's the quarterback. He's the man. And they should push him. That's that's cool. Let push the kid. He's good. He's gonna have a good year. Um, they got Deshaun Jackson there. Playing with them now. They they highlighted him last night. A great wide receiver was with the Eagles and Redskins. Thank you, Redskins. They they also have uh, Mike. Uh, the other tall wide receiver is real good. Evan, Evan Stud. My man's like 6'6", six, 6'5". Six, six, he's real good. He's good. No, he's good, bro. They got, they got, and Jameis Winston's, you know, he's spinning it, bro. He's, 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 he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to have a good year. Bucks are going to be pretty good. That so, NFC South is, might be the toughest division. Yeah. But anyway, the, the production of this thing here, it's like, you know, it's so slick. So, so much money is in this. I mean, I respect that. Don't get me wrong, I do. And I know it's big time TV, it's HBO, but... I like the old school hard knocks where it wasn't as polished. It felt a little bit more voyeur. It felt like the, the players and the coaches weren't like just playing a part. You know, it felt, you know what I mean? It felt better. Um, I don't know. Again, that's me nitpicking as you Well, I think as it goes on, people real like uh, teams realize, all right, look, because NFL, NFL teams hate being on hard knocks. Oh, because it exposes a lot of exactly. their stuff. So, yeah, yeah. so they, I'm sure the coaching, they they know well in advance. Like the Bucks knew way back in like February, I want to say. That, all right, we're going to well, be on hard knocks this year. Yeah. So I'm sure the coaches are like, all right, look, guys, none of this, none of this. Right, right, right. Listen, hold on. I, I, I want to talk about this. See, I agree that most coaches don't like hard knocks because it exposes some stuff, their game plans and stuff like that, and what they think of players, and they got to filter themselves. That part I get. I think that some coaches are hams and they want to be on camera and they love the spotlight. <laughs> exactly. And another guy, John Gruden, who was on oh. this yesterday, was on this yesterday, and he's not even a coach anymore, but he lives in Tampa still. And they, they're putting his name in the Ring of Honor there, whatever they call it, at the Buck Stadium there in December. So they did a little thing with him and they had the cameras behind the scenes. And then they showed John Gruden going to meet some of the coaches. He talked to Jameis Winston, some of the players. And the new head coach, I can't remember his name, of the Bucks. What's his name? Uh, Dirk Cutter? That's, is that it? No, you sure about that? He kind of took a little shot when uh, Cruden walked out of the room. He looked at Jameis Winston and the other quarterbacks. They were in a quarterback meeting. And he said, uh, you think he misses the game a little bit or something like that? You think he misses ball? Like, you know, but like in a, almost a sarcastic way because I thought they showed a little too much John Gruden. If I was the new head coach, I'd be a little bit like, yeah, dude, enough. You know, uh, and Gruden loves the camera, as you know. But anyway, uh, I, I think that some of the players love that hard knocks is on them. And if you're ownership and management of the team, you love this. Because this is what hard knocks does for the NFL. It takes off the helmet of the player. 
What does that mean? It, it shows it's character development. It shows us who these guys are. You get invested in these guys. I know I have, as a football fan, watching Hard Knocks, uh, each team that they've covered. I've learned about guys when, obviously, they covered the Jets, uh, when they covered the Ravens, when they covered the Cowboys. Uh, uh, who was it last year? When they covered the Texans a couple years ago. You learned a lot about, like, J.J. Watt. You learned a lot about, um, who's the linebacker from Jersey with the USC? Brian, Brian Cushing. You, know, you learned a lot about the coach who was at Penn State, O'Brien, right? O'Brien, right? He liked being on camera. But, but so I'm just saying, like, it's character development. And uh, so I think the players like it. It helps their star power. Management likes it, but I get your drift. You know, from a, from a strategic standpoint, it's not good. Because you got to be careful you don't stooge off too much of your stuff. So that's the thing. So I'm going to keep watching Hard Knocks. I think it's pretty good. And uh, and that's the deal. So there's your spitballing with sports. Um, I think that's it. There's nothing else I wanted to cover in this thing. I think we're good. Anything else you want to say? Uh, sports related? Can you, uh, as, as a soothsayer, can you reverse Aaron Judge's curse, please? I would like that very much. Oh, you'd like me to reverse that? I, I would appreciate that. Oh, you know what? There is something I want to talk. I'm... Well, well, you, 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 can I not ponder this for a moment? Because well, I know you're not gonna. No, well, well, I'm not a douchebag. I mean, I, well, what do you mean I'm not? I'm a dick all of a sudden. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying I might well, I, do that. I have nothing against the Yankees. My Mets got nothing going on, and as I've established, when the big famous Moose Markalusis was on the show here in the studio, and you and Moose again attacked me, not just because Aaron Judge, but because. I will root for the Yankees if the Mets shit the bed, which they are. Yeah, it was more of your fandom than Aaron Judge. Right, and I got attacked, didn't I? Yes. By you? No, you absolutely did. By you and by Moose, right? Correct. You were part of that attack, right? I was. So, see, that's part of the reason why I don't want to reverse this this, this I respect hex. that. I, I, because I, I want the Yankees to do well. I want them to go. They got a shot to go to the World Series. I respect the Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, and I respect them because of this reason. When the season started... Everyone said, ah, they're in a rebuilding year. Ah, they got all these experts at WFAN and all sports across ESPN, all these people, even the people at CBS Sports Radio, all my friends, they love me and I love them. But I'll tell you, everybody and their mother, the Yankees, they got nothing. Rebuilding year, they got, they're young, they're young, they're young. Ah, they're young. The Mets, though, oh, they're going to the big show. They're going to the World Series. Wrong. Everybody was wrong. All the experts were wrong because one thing happened to the Mets that no one could control. Injuries. Okay? The bulk of the pitching staff lives in the trainer's room. Okay? That's the problem. So now you want me to reverse the hex that I have on Aaron Judge, which I inadvertently put on the guy just because I spit truth. But I should do this for you. Why? Because you and this guy Moose attacked me on my own show? Is that why? Well, for rule for the Yankees if the Mets lose? Go yeah, I mean, because the, Met, the Mets are considerably out of it. The seasons. No, they're out of it. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I didn't want to. I, I got to think about it. I, I, you, you have to, I, I'll, I'll think about I'll it. I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that. Uh, what was your other question for me? Because I, I have things to do. I'm very busy. So the one other thing in the, I'm surprised you didn't want to talk about the, the Patriots. I what mean, about I the Patriots? Wanna... The plane? Yeah. yeah. Oh, two planes. Not just one. The, the pl- two planes. I don't know. There's two planes. Two of them. We have pictures. No, they they don't have pictures, but who do they have pictures? I saw one picture online of one of them. It had the freaking person on the tail, on the, the wing on the back, and had all the Super Bowl trophies. 
Weighs Did you down. see that? There's five of them. They, they had pictures of the, the freaking trophies. The plane, instead of saying New England Patriots, it should say New England Patriots and in huge letters underneath it, the word ego. Holy crap. Talk about flaunting it. I mean, did the Yankees do this? The Yankees, I don't think Yankees are the most winning sports franchise in the history of sports sports. Uh, definitely baseball. You love how I just spit out like sport, sports like sports. that. It's like fact, and I'm way off. No, I mean, I feel like there's going to be like a soccer club in England or something like that, but. I'm talking about real sports here, please. Then yes. Will you stop? Uh, just pissed off some of our UK fans. Um, by the way, um, speaking of sports, the UK and the footballs, F-U-T-B-O-L. Some people were saying to me, and my son said that, yeah, I don't cover soccer on the show. And then we had a fan call. Remember, said that Anthony should be the guy that covers it. And I'm starting to think that's a good idea. Uh, Anthony, maybe, uh, Ant, you still busy or can you talk for me? I could talk for right now. Uh, how are we looking on this camera, by the way, pal? I'm not happy with I'm like two seconds away from pal driving it into the Ooh, ground. Oh, can I help? Yes, uh, you can just stomp it out. Curb stomp the camera. So, dude, if we did a thing where, like, you could be our soccer consultant, you in for me for the tag show here? I would love to do that. But I'm not going to say I'm an expert. I do love the sport and oh, I watch out. it a lot. You're out then. I, I thought you were an expert. Well, no, because last time I, I was claimed to be an expert, I got attacked and then. Who attacked you? Well, it was the whole, remember the McGregor thing? Who would then, attack? Not me. I attack no, 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 no. Never, you never. Me. You always no. got my back. No. No way. Never attack. I don't attack anybody. What do you mean, no? You just attack the opposition. Yes. Newberg. Newberg, you mother. <laughs> don't you ever come at Ant about his soccer knowledge. Go down off to the Newberg and LSU football and the Tigers in the Newberg. You know who was the leading goal scorer for Monroe Woodbury against Newberg? Christ, I can't work like this, bro. The trophy fell on my nuts. <laughs> Lance it right through. Getting that surgery early. I need to. I have something else to lean on. The gimmick spray. Oh, the <laughs> right back in oh, your face. <laughs> right back in the oh, face. Shit. Oh, the Tajiri missed. Oh. You just got misted. Oh, I sprayed the gimmick spray and the fan is right here. You son of a bitch. I got to get out of the studio, bro. Oh, I got so much stuff to lean on. I got this. Spray anything else. I won't. <coughs> oh, jeez. I yeah, it goes right thing. down the throat. Kenny in Connecticut, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say to that house? What do you say, Taz? How you doing, buddy? Uh, not too bad. I right, ended up going to the hospital when you guys went on vacation. Are you all right? Yeah, I had a perforated intestine and then got a really bad infection. Oh, my God. I hope you're going to so, be okay, buddy. Jesus. Yeah, well, I, I, they put me on heavy dose of... Uh, um, Antibiotics and stuff, and I guess I got to wait a month to then go for the colonoscopy, and oh boy, we'll see from there. Well, uh, best wishes. Um, what else is going on? Uh, nothing. I got um, off the hooks for you, and a question about uh, gold dust. Okay, buddy, go. All right, my first match is hot and sour soup versus pork fried rice. Well done, well done on both. I like that. What else you got? My second is uh, chicken chow fun yes. versus. General ch Chow Chicken. Okay, what are you doing? You, you said Chicken Chow Fun, right? Yeah, Chicken uh, Chow. I like, the, I like both. Right, next, I had them on my gimmick, too. Well, what's your third? And my next is Pepper Steak with Scallions. Ooh. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. You you asked for that. Is that on your menu, or you asked yeah, for that's on my menu. Man, see, I don't... The place we go to, in my family, we, um... And I'm a big scallion mark. I like what you just said, dude. I need to tell them to put some scallions in that bitch. That's a good idea. 
Yeah, yeah it's, I, I love it. Yeah, that sounds good. And, and what's that going against? That's going against the uh, chicken with vegetables with a garlic sauce over rice. Chicken with vegetables. So, so chicken with garlic sauce. Right. But you have rice underneath it. Right. All right that's good. I like that stuff. You got uh, decent Chinese food up there in Connecticut, right? Yeah. Are you up in northern Connecticut or closer to, like, the Bronx? Well, I'm in, I'm in Southington. I know, I know where something is. Actually, I do know what that is. Yeah, yeah, I know Connecticut very well. I've been up and down there a whole bunch. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, listen, man. Look, you get better. You got some issues going on there, brother. And uh, stay healthy, okay? Okay. Hey, you got? Questions? Oh, you have a gold dust comment statement or question? Yes, sir. Go. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Go. Ahead, go. Did you Did you see his little vignette vignette from uh, Monday? Uh, no, I did not. No, I did not. I, I I saw most of it. I didn't see that. What was it? He was talking about uh, watching SummerSlam and looking for a new star or starlet. Huh, interesting. Watching, and I was that's wondering what, what your hmm. thoughts on that was. It sounds like he's gonna, they're going to put a girl with him, which I think would be a good move, which they did yeah, they've done in the past. Alexa Bliss or, uh, yeah. I, I don't think Alexa Bliss. She's too big of a, a, a star, too big of a name. Or maybe Bailey. Another one who's a big name. I, I feel like it would be someone... To be honest, like Lana. Think about that. Lana with the blonde hair. Hello? Does she not look like she belongs with Goldust? Yeah, but yeah. she's on SmackDown. So yeah, what? Smackdown. Who cares? Do you think they care? I'll change that in a second. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooks. I like Dana Brooke. See, that's that's a good choice right there because she's not as big as a name as a Bailey. You know what I mean, Kenny or, yeah. or an Alexa Bliss. I still think Lana would look better with him, but I, I get what both you guys are saying that it's SmackDown. Uh, got corrected by two marks over here, Kenny. You're one of them. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kid. All right, Kenny. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thanks, bro. Take feel care. Feel better. Uh, yes, feel better. Feel better. All right, not, no, I got to go to break here. All right, uh, we got shit all over the place over here. All right, Tash, we'll be right back. to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it yeah all right well we got a little uh wednesday edition the show's been barreling through did a lot of smackdown chatter before might talk a little smackdown here in this last segment i gotta see it's a nice spitball with sports earlier um, we're on Facebook Live right now, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We had some camera issues in the middle of the show. For me being a true pro, I change lanes like nobody else. Put my indicator on, and I go. That's how it's done. Um, so, uh, I know that Dennis got an email from Seth during the break. And you've been <clears throat> going crazy wanting to read this email, but you said you want to do it on the air. So I'm going to give the floor to you, Dennis Jones. Tell me what's going on. All right. So as we know. Is this bad news? Am I going to get upset? uh, Well, I don't want to tell you. I'm going to let you react. All right. right, right. He uh, sets out an email regarding the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. As we know, we're at, right now we're at 93%. Yes. For those on Facebook Live that just joined the show, uh, for us to do the big show in the big, big studio, which I've never done a show from before here. In Midtown, the Friday before SummerSlam, we were at 93% this morning. 
that the big wigs are saying we can do it and the tech geeks say we can do it. So, uh, because we do a lot of different elements here. And in studio live will be Jim Ross, good old JR, with yours truly. Uh, Katie Lindendahl will most probably be there. I'm not going to ban her. And Mike Johnson begged to be on the show. So I will let Mike come to the studio and be on air. Uh, now, what is this email regarding this from Seth, sir, please? So he opens and I read, <clears throat> Good afternoon, Tubby. <laughs> He said this to you. How unprofessional, Tubby. He called. Thanks, Seth. That was kind. <laughs> Good afternoon, Tubby. As you know, we are uh, moving ahead with the big bamboozle before Brooklyn. Things are going swimmingly. I've received confirmation that right now we are at 93%. Well, great news, fat. Okay, now you're taking another jab. What jab? That's a knockout. <laughs> great news, fat. We got... <laughs> I'm excited to inform you that you can now bump it up to a whopping 96% because the wiring and hard wires that we have been inquiring are good to go. So smooth sailing, except for you. You'll weigh down the ship. Wow. 96% bro. 96%. I mean, he took oh, a lot of fat jabs at me, but I don't care about that. But um, the overall theme was the, the wiring seems to be syncing up just fine. This thing is going to happen, bro. Man, we got to get all those people on security lists. Catering. We need this thing catering. Actually, you know what would be a good idea? We got to get to catering. We got... Uh, Chef Bank's gone. He left. I don't even know where he is. He's gone. In Jersey somewhere. He's swimming around the filthy waters of Jersey. We shouldn't... Speaking be. of waters, by the way, I got to tell you something crazy. Swimming in the waters of Louisiana. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, what? We should conveniently forget to put Mike Johnson on the security list. Oh, he would have a he shit comes fit. Here he would all go fired oh, up. Bro, he'd be he would go crazy. He would take a he would he would tweet something. He'd be so angry. Oh my god. Mike, back off a little buddy. Don't take yourself so serious. Told the guy I was having hand surgery on the air. I blink and it's all over the internet. <laughs> Holy shit. Like he posted it in like two seconds, this guy. Before he finished the Skype, he was it was already up. Like how quick does one man type? Jesus, having him and Katie in the same room, two geeks. Jesus. Yeah. And then good old JR sitting there with me. He'd be like, damn, Taz, uh, he's the mighty half fallen. You got some shitty friends. <laughs> Not about that tubby producer you got. That oh, ginger son JR, of a bitch. don't talk to Seth. <laughs> don't talk to Seth. JR will love you for two reasons when you meet JR. One of them. One, you're not little, so he'll like you for that reason. I appreciate that. Two, he will like you because you're a Sooner fan. So that, that'll be a big thing. Oh, I actually, I had. What do you got? Take your time. No rush. What do you got? Oh, that's loud. Okay. Yeah, loud. Look at that. That's nice, big. Oh, look at him. That's a good shot. That's the money right there. Look at that. I was hanging out with uh, with one of my buddies this whoa, weekend. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got a look. Yeah, yeah. Big skin action there. Right, yeah, I was hanging out with one of my buddies this weekend, and he's a huge fan <laughs> of the show, and he designs footballs for uh, schools and whatnot. And he was like, he was like, dude, are you really an Oklahoma fan? And I was like, some friend you are. I've been an Oklahoma fan for a long time. Really? So he dug it up. Oh. Look at what he gave me. So I want to thank I want to thank my buddy Joe 
for handing me this football, but you reminded me of, of Jim Ross. We need a screenshot of that and get that to JR's Twitter. Let him know that's Taz's producer. His Tell him it's Taz's biz dev guy. Yeah, the biz dev Smiling. Guy. That's got a, a single a shot right there. Hold it up. Smile. Big smile. Big ham ginger. Oh, I got to do the Matt's. Should I do the Matt stack? But I want to see the OU on it, though. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, but you can't. You got We got limited. To, look at that. That's good. All right. Yeah. Let me see that son of a bitch. Throw the pigs in over here. Watch the hands of the man right here. I got a dead hand catching the ball, just, nerve damage. Just having a catch in the fourth quarter. I can't throw. I can't throw with my right hand. I'm right-handed. Well, shoot I can't it like a basketball. No, I, could, I used to. I used to be a long snapper. I believe that. I was. Uh, I was a long snapper. Besides being, a, I played every position basically, but I could. Um, part of long snapping is like this. This is, you know, the deal, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's two-hand event. You practice up top like this. One shot on Taz. You practice like this, and when you let the ball go, you. Go like that, thumbs out. Oh, yeah. And then you bend down, you do it underneath. But if I do it in the studio with the hand, we we're, got cameras. We're already, I, you're throwing I, enough I stuff mean, around here today. I mean, <laughs> it's it's worth it just to bust some shit up here. And all of a sudden, Seth like, oh, wait, that 96% uh, You can uh, bump that back down. You're going to have to pay for some of the some of the equipment. I got to throw it to you like a basketball. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, that didn't happen. <laughs> that never happened. Oh boy. Oh, that's, that's okay. what you did to the camera. Oh, you can fix it with your hand. Uh, no, I didn't do anything to the camera. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I have no clue. Okay, uh, I have no clue. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Hey, Johnny Queens, you're on the Taz show. How are you, pal? John, John, John's gone. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Dennis is gone now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're working on that, too. So, uh, everyone, we're on Facebook Live. Uh, everybody's all going crazy running amok on Facebook Live. And uh, well, people are running amok there. It's okay. And uh, and we're checking that out. So, we got... Uh, who we got here? Oh, we got... Uh, yeah, look at this. <laughs> we got Brian Schilling saying, uh, you killed the phone lines. Yeah, I think I did. Dennis, I didn't kill the phone lines, did I? Uh, you didn't. I... <laughs> Just put a put a gimmick on it. Put a Jimmy Jimmy it. That's all. Just Jimmy it. Come on, stop making a big deal here. Take this water bottle. I'll stop throwing stuff, Taz. The phone lines are fine. Ma Dennis, talk, Dennis. <laughs> you can talk, talk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> the phone lines, normally all right. Uh, we locked them. You didn't. We did. The, oh uh, boy, the behind the scenes. Team. I just got a text. Guess from who? And I'm not joking. Oh boy. Why did you do? Nope. That's from that guy. Ooh. Stop. Stop destroying the studio. Oh, quit horse horsing around. <laughs> no horse play in the studio. Other people have to use this. You're what? not the only one, big shot. We're going to take it out of your salary. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer about that one. We'll figure it out. So, uh, so yeah, we've got people on Facebook Live. Hello, everybody on Facebook Live. Yeah, we're going crazy here. We got a lot going on. Uh, oof, some stuff got uh, not damaged, just like. Are we good now, right? Yeah, we're good. We think so. Just oh. the old plug in, plug out. Oh, yeah, it's not a problem. They, they, look, that's a fake football. It's plastic, it's a little baby football. Can't do nothing with that football. Look, there's Dennis Jones. Look, there he is. I was never so happy to see Dennis in my life. Look at him. Ha ha! Oh, yeah, and there's that OU football that I will not touch again. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, uh. David Burns, tell Seth to zip it. Yeah, I yeah you zip it, David Burns. 
Who'd you ever produce? Ryan Baker on Facebook Live. It's not a playground. Eh, I disagree. <laughs> it is a playground. <laughs> it's a gimmick clubhouse. What are you doing clubhouse? You throw footballs around. Hello? <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, what do you call it? So, I was talking about the water, the filthy water that, um, what's his name, is swimming in now because he's in Jersey. Uh, Chef Mike. Chef Mike. I forgot his name. He stopped living food. I forget who you are, bro. And uh, you hear about this pink dolphin? Crazy <laughs> stuff, dude. Very colorful. In Louisiana, dude, a pink dolphin. I thought this was a work. You know me, everything's a work. A rare pink dolphin is making a splash in Louisiana thanks to the video showing an animal, the animal jumping up in and out of the water in front of a ship in Kalskaluska School ship this weekend. Nice thanks. place. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to NBC, uh, yeah, New York Twitter, yeah, courtesy of them. That is a pink dolphin. The thing is pink, and it's a shoot. And they said that uh, the pink dolphin, <laughs> a pink dolphin calf, that's a baby calf, a, fuck, a baby dolphin. Pink calf. Dolphin, What is yeah. a baby dolphin called? A calf. Like a, like your calf that holds up your fat ass like a, under your knees. And between your ankle and your knees, that's your calf. A pink dolphin calf baby was first spotted at Kalaska Luke Lake, Louisiana in 2007. And has been spotted many times, not once, not twice, many times, according to the NOAA, not the NCAA. That would be weird. Uh, this is with Louisiana. Imagine Coach O over there about to buy us out there. Now. We got a pink dolphin over here. That ball's got around with you. We got a pink dolphin over here, Coach O. You got the audio of Coach O. Pink dolphin. Newberg. You ain't got a Newberg. You ain't got a pink dolphin up that motherfucker there. Pink dolphin. We got Matt Stack and a pink dolphin. Matt Stack, my little Pink dolphin up there. He's got that Cajun, Cajun bio, bio voice. Coach O, head coach, LSU, right? Correct. Pink Dolphin. We got Pink Dolphin on my fucking foot from crowd camp. Yeah. Yeah, he's running around over there. Uh, so anyway, it's just Pink Dolphins, you know, swimming around. Today was no repeat Thursday. <laughs> we had a theme of the day. Uh, every day this week, our guys have been focused, in the task at hand. I think that our coaching staff have done a tremendous job of putting in a new offense. Yo, pick Dolphin up the board. Changing things around as much as they can. Well, what uh, guys have adapted very well. Doing a new practice system on a daily basis. Uh, guys have done it. We changed the meeting schedules around. <laughs> Andy. Guys have done very well. And he's practicing hard. Uh, we know we have a, That's uh, a tough job to do. Uh, uh, I don't know who's who. 44 points a game. <laughs> Pretty good on defense. Pretty uh, good. A nice crowd on Saturday night. Newberg. And we're looking forward to walking down that hill as Tigers together. Pink Dolphin up the body. That was kind of my first question. What do you expect? What do you think the atmosphere is going to be like Saturday night? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. What are you most excited about? I'm most excited about seeing the players. You know, watching, watching the look on their eyes and seeing the, the, the bats. What a cliche the line, Coach O. On Saturday night. My watch ass. these guys play, man. I want them to you know. Come on, we'll play well. Well, what's the Newberg? We'll make plays Newberg. and have some fun, play with some energy and enthusiasm. Uh, I think you enjoy playing as a team. And uh, there will be some mistakes, obviously. We have to overcome those mistakes. We're looking forward to <coughs> playing six right, minutes. How long already? Oh, right. <laughs> Get the whole, a press conference from two years ago. Like, I can always listen to Coach O. I, I got to hear Coach O talking about Missouri from last year. Like they're playing, we're playing Missouri. Tigers, pretty good. Black and gold. Pink Dolphin, running around by you. Oh, my God. So people, yeah, they understand. They can hear. I got a lot of blue, uh, blue thumbs up right now. Blue thumbs up from the Facebook Live faithful. Appreciate that right there. Appreciate that. 
Like I said, talked a lot about SmackDown before. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything else on that show I need to bring up. Is there anything you think I missed? Uh, I didn't go into everything. I didn't talk about Charlotte wrestling uh, Lana. Lana. You know, I, I thought they, they did a good job showing, you know, Charlotte as the alpha male, that she, um, alpha female, I should say, that she's going to, that she was cocky and confident going into this thing. And uh, they're trying to expand on this relationship with Tamia and uh, Lana, you know, which is just, I, I don't, still don't get it. I don't know if they're going, I heard there was, the scuttlebutt a lot of people thought maybe they were going the routine of, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a, a lesbian type angle, you know, they're doing this, you know, type thing. I, I remember we heard, didn't we hear stuff like that? I don't know if that's true or not with this. I, I don't know, I don't know what's there. I mean, I really, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, we'll see. It's just the whole thing's weird. Um, you know, it's. I I I, I wish there was more to it. Uh, you know, because I mean, now like Ryan Jones saying Lana is the new Eva Marie. By the way, she's gone, Eva Marie. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember, we heard found that out the other day. I probably predicted that once she came up. <laughs> remember that when she came up on the the uh, uh, substance uh, gimmick uh, the testing. Yeah. yeah. Blake uh, Riley, love the whaler's hat. Yeah, that right here. I'm wearing the whaler's hat. <clears throat> Hartford whaler's. <clears throat> Thing is, if you go, uh, if you go, Blake, to my Instagram at Taz Talk, T A Z T L K. I do a little video about wearing this whaler's hat. I did that this morning, actually. It's the newest video that's on Taz Talk. Uh, yeah. Um, some say, "Oh, your whaler's a fan." Uh, I don't give a shit about the whaler's. Um, I just like the hat. I've always liked the hat. But thank you. I like full back logos. If you couldn't tell, volumes one and two. Excuse me. Throwback. What'd you say? Off the hooks, man. Volume one and two. Test one two. Correct. And for those that are <clears throat> just jumped on the show earlier in this show, I talked a lot about Jinder Mahal and how there's a good chance Shinsuke Nakamura will be the new champion come SummerSlam. <clears throat> that uh, basically Jinder is bumping way too much, wrestling way too much, wrestling all the time, it seems like, on SmackDown. <clears throat> and the poor guy uh, didn't get much offense last night, I felt. And I felt like it was kind of like, and he just beat him clean. I don't know. Mario Valdez, in all caps, uh, did you talk about SmackDown yet? There you go. He gets the humor. So you understand. So uh, Eric, uh, Eric Lupski, Lupski said, Montreal Expos is my favorite throwback logo. No one cares. Uh, actually, I, I, uh, I like that one, too. They have a really cool, that red, white, and blue hat, <clears throat> even though they're not American. <clears throat> Montreal. So uh, what else we got going on? Uh, that's it. Just weird wrap down, mold down. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, cool down. Cool down. <laughs> Yesterday, I was texting with uh, Dennis Jones here, the Biz Dev Guy at the Taz Show, and trying to get some information on a guest spot that I'm supposed to be on this week on a CBS Sports Radio show, which I'll get. It, I'll promote on Friday. Why are you snickering, sir? I hear you. Either that or you're moaning because you're hungry. I have plenty of food today. Oh, yeah? Brought some watermelon. Got a little turkey sandwich. Got a granola bar. Buddy, you stupid. So, anyway, I asked, I asked you 
if you could connect with this producer because you're friends with him, you know him from this other show that they want me to be a guest on. <clears throat> you said, oh, I know him, uh, and Anthony knows him. We know him very well. And then you disappeared. And I was texted, well, can you do me a favor? Can you do, the, can you do your job, actually? Do me a favor and do your job and that type of thing. And you disappeared. And I'm texting and texting all day. And I'm thinking, eh, maybe he got hit by a bus. I, I don't know what happened. Oh, you wish. <laughs> that poor bus. So, so then I text you later on at night, and you finally replied. And you apologized, and you said that you had a situation. And thank God, your mom's okay. Please tell the audience, Mr. Lumberjack, what you told me happened to your mom. We, uh... Into the mic, sir. I'm kidding. Put my mic on! What's that? Just a, uh, you know, an old wood chopping accident. That's right. I'm I'm, I'm leaving it at that. (laughs) Dennis Jones' mother was chopping wood. And this is what the guy texted me at, like, 8.30 at night. Well, they were earlier in the day. No, but you didn't tell me. No, no. It's that night you texted me. Well, the text was late at night. You said that you had a situation and you had to help your mom because she had an incident chopping wood. Well. And I'm like, your mom is living the lumberjack gimmick over here. Where's the t-shirt and everything? And the transition. So, was she using a... Was she using a traditional axe or was it a chainsaw? Oh, and I know all, your mom's a big fan of the show. We're so. we're axe we're axe family. Please tell the audience what you told me your mom was wearing while this injury occurred. Any uh, any wood related activity, my mother wears <laughs> the the I apologize for nothing T shirt, which, dude, I and you are not joking about this. This no, is the truth. No, I I come home like. I'll come home and she'll be like out in the yard doing stuff, and I'm just like, "Why? Why you gotta wear the shirt?" Oh my god! She's like, "What? It's funny." <laughs> Your mom's Seth now. All of a sudden, she, <laughs> you just said the Seth mom. She, well, she the Seth mom. She does have <laughs> Seth-like similarities. Really? Ah, <laughs> oh, you're an idiot, fatty. <laughs> oh, thanks, mom. You've been talking to Seth. No, the funny part is that Seth. Is in the realm of a woman in her, your mom's probably in her late 30s. In, in her late 30s. Early know? 40s. Yes. So I'm a gentleman. I know your mom listens to the show, so I don't want to <laughs> piss her off. <clears throat> Brandon Ursay Hill, hyphen. Hey, Taz, roller coasters off the hook. It's not a bad idea. What is? What do you mean by that? I don't think he has an agenda. I think he's talking about. F- no, I know, but like, how would you, like, what are the best roller coasters? Like specific roller coasters, or just like loop de loops. Problem is, I don't go on them. Afraid of heights? No, a broken neck. Um, that's part of the problem. Oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't even I think mean, of the, that. The whiplashing motion. It's not fun for a guy with a neck issue. You know what I mean? That's not a fun thing. You know? I went on. I I actually don't like roller coasters. I'm scared of heights. I have no problem admitting that. I went on one on the uh, Grand Salami Slunker tour, and oof. Which it, one was it? A loop-de-loop one? No, it was a, yeah, yeah. It did have a loop in it, but it was in the Mall of America, and I'm I'm with Dr. K, and it we're standing there, and he knows. He's like, oh, we're going. I'm like, dude, I don't want to do this. <laughs> the thing just goes straight up oh. and then straight down, and I'm just like, son of a bitch, this is going to be miserable. I love China. And I'm just white-knuckling it on the way up, and he's just laughing oh, at bro, me. Oh, I know. I was uh, a little younger. 
I, I would do that sometimes and go on a. Oh, not for me. <clears throat> nah, it's just insane. I, you know. Oh, you scared of heights? I, I, I have. I'm having surgery because of nerve damage. You want me to go on a freaking roller toaster, toaster or coaster? No, we're in the fifth quarter. <coughs> oh, this is not bad. Eric, uh, Eric Fazanio. Fizan- is he the guy who does the uh, quotes of the day? That is the same. Eric guy. V. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Taz show T-shirts off the hook. That's not a bad idea. There's a cross promotion. We could sell more I mean, shirts. It's about selling does the, shill. Does the jobber one make the cut? Because you can find it at ProWrestlingTees.com. And I have to TVZ. say, sir, you look very handsome in that shirt, and you can go buy that at ProWrestlingTees. ProWrestling.Tees. Uh, Jesus. ProWrestlingTees.com slash T-A-Z. Right? Or is it T-A-Z? Well, you, T-A-Z. T-A-Z. Well, you'll find an abundance of Taz Show shirts. The new spitballing shirt. Yeah. Um, the jobber shirt I'm wearing currently. A, a plethora of We Over. I mean, uh, Running the Game T-shirts. Rover T-shirts. If you, if you really want to spend... Your money and waste it. You can buy an I, I apologize for nothing T-shirt <laughs> and be just like Dennis's mom. Yeah, you can be live like my mother. So three shirts sold, and your mom bought one. Right? She bought all three actually. <laughs> she doesn't it. like to wear the same sweaty shirt over and over. <laughs> Dude, seriously, why, why is she in the yard chopping wood? Though, uh, what, what is seriously, like, what is that about? The old Jones expression is you plant corn, you grow corn. So obviously I'm not the well, brightest bulb, so that had to trickle down from somewhere. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So let me get to, so well, Yeah, we don't do apple fall far from the tree. We do, wait a second. Wait, so, so, so you guys are up there in uh, near Mon- Newburgh. <laughs> yeah, Monroe. Not near Newburgh. Yeah, in Monroe. And you guys think that you're living in like, the, you know, like Lincoln, Nebraska. Like, what, what are you doing? Farms. What farms? Oh, no, I didn't say we farm, but you know the expression, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I mean, like, obviously, your kids are like you. So I'm not a bright bulb, so that came from somewhere. So we use, instead of the apple don't fall far from the tree, we use you plant corn, you grow corn. Oh, I see. Okay. We're not actually planting the corn. (coughs) I got it. All right, well. And that was food talk. That's some of the stuff that you'll hear when Dennis and Anthony are doing dead air. Dead air. That's the good content right there. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Different corns off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> Cream corn versus corn on the cob. I'm 10 years old, but I'll beat your ass. Bring it, Seth. Why did Joe West, the umpire, get suspended? I, I, I don't know what happened with this. He... He made a comment. He was interviewed, and they asked, because he, he's umped over, I forget the exact number, but it was like, I want to say like 3,500 games. Up. Yeah, I got it. He's been in 38 years he's been umpiring, so obviously he's well-established. And they asked him, like, oh, you know, who's who's some of the more respectful players? Who's the, the worst? Who's this? Who's that? And he said uh, Adrian Beltre from the Texas Rangers, recently uh, newest edition of the 3,000 Hit Club. Yes. Biggest complainer. And he really? said... Yeah, and I don't even... And he got suspended for that? Yeah, he got suspended three games, which I don't know. Like, whatever. Nah, can't just, have an opinion anymore? Yeah, I think we live in a world like that. You can't talk shit about nothing. Uh, oh, Ant's passionate back here. Not a big Joe West fan. Yeah. You know what Joe West's nickname is? Uh, I don't know. Cowboy. Oh, yes, Cowboy. Interesting. Cowboy. <laughs> 
Uh, what else we got here? Uh, oh, this guy here, Ray Carter, says, Wrestling talk over for today? Yeah, Ray. You could take your free lunch and go take a shit now and go away. And hope you never come back. Yeah. Mark. He seems like he's a two-flusher. He's a Mark. Mark! Mark! I'm just a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Duck. It was nice uh, seeing on. Speaking of wrestling. Oh, yeah. That was a nice cameo by Arn Anderson yesterday. Arn is the man. That was cool. I like the whole playoff with the Tully gimmick. That was funny. For those that get it, get it. You know, like fans. Some fans might not. Some younger fans might not get the the gimmick. But uh, it was funny. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cool. All right, on that note, we're done. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's the deal. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And, uh, yeah, uh, we had a camera issue, but we... Changed on the fly. That's what I, bo, 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 bo. We fixed it on the fly. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's how we roll here. <clears throat> that camera don't work. We go to this camera. That camera. What do we do up now? Okay. That's how we do it here. <clears throat> Give you a lot of SmackDown talk. Give you some spitball with sports. And uh, we're at 90. What percentage are we at? Six? 96. You read the emails. We're getting close to breakdown before. What's it called? The Big Bamboozle. Before Brooklyn. Before Brooklyn. That's the Friday before SummerSlam. So hopefully that happens. All right. On that note, I'm Taz. You're not. Thank you. Take care. And getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So go and pour another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go